Good evening. Welcome. So moving along in Berches HaShachar. So last week we got up to the Baruch of Shalai Yassani Isha. We thank Hashem, a man will thank Hashem for um, not making him a woman. And everyone's going to jump up and say, what is that supposed to mean? Whereas a woman will say, will thank Hashem for making her exactly the way she's meant to be. So let's take a let's look at this bracha. Baruch Hashem, right? We say Baruch Hashem means that Hakadosh Baruch you are the source of all blessing, and again we're referring to Hashem and Ato and you as in first person form. Eloikeinu. The word Eloikeinu, and keep this in mind because we're going to talk about this also when we get to Shema. Hashem is, means, Hashem is Hoya Hoya Vaviyya. Good evening, Barachiel. Welcome. Started? Just started. Just, just. That, um, um, Hashem is Hoya Hoya Vaviyya. Is refer- in the reference to that Hashem is Hoya was. Well, yes, he will be. He was, he is, and he's going to be. Eternal, always. Eloikeinu is another reference to Hashem, which is a reference to his power. Takif Balei he's strong, he can do anything, he's the Kol Yachel, whatever, he's Fsimaguchi in Russian. Melech the king of the world, Shaloya Sana Isha. What is, so what, what is the man saying thank you for? That man has more mitzvahs. And we thank Hashem for giving us that ability. A woman says, I accept with love that HaKadosh Baruch said, this is the way I, I should be, this is the way a woman is supposed to be, the way a woman is created. With her obligations, meaning the woman has much less obligations than a man. She's potter from any mitzvahs, most mitzvahs. I mean, there's a um, Chazal say that that women have been a yisayer. There, there's we spoke uh, the power of prayer of a woman is much stronger. There is there is a certain stronger spiritual connection that a woman has. And we see this countless times among uh, throughout our history how women were stronger in, in a spiritual sense, and they kept the men strong, which enabled many things to happen. Most famous among them, us getting out of Egypt. Rabbi, can you say that again to them on the camera? Huh? Can you say that stuff again? On the uh, we. Yeah, I mean, at some point we'll figure it. We'll. I don't want. I don't want to lose the flow. Okay. But we'll figure it out somehow. Um. That they 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 held us. They held together. I mean, even even now, take a look. You have it. Let's say. Scenario: You have a a couple, a husband and a wife, right? And it was although it's interesting. Although many times, right, the the woman will need the the husband to be that strong force and comforter and source of protection. But if it should happen that the that um, I'll give a very personal example. I'll give a very personal example. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'll do it anyway. Um, when my sister was in the car crash, right around two months ago, so it was Matzah we found happened Matzah Shabbos. 
So, interesting what happened. I, I send out a lot of names for Tehillim. So I saw a name. It sounded familiar, but I'm like, eh, can't be. Can't be her. No, because they didn't get my mother's name exactly. They just got one of her names. <clears throat> so, and around an hour or two later, we found that we, we kind of confirmed that it was my sister. And right away went to the hospital, especially at that point. They were telling us crazy things that, you know, I mean, it was... It wasn't that crazy at that moment. It was pretty scary. And we were told, go to, get over there quickly if you want to see her alive. Thank God today I had a very nice conversation with her on the phone. Baruch Hashem, we're holding uh, much further from there. And a very, very well road to recovery. Thank you, Hashem, for that. Mamash Nisim, Nisim and Eflois. In any event, you can imagine what I was saying it was a whirlwind of activity in my brain, myself. I was, I was, I was holding it together on the outside, but inside I was, I didn't know what to think. Especially since on the phone, my sister who was there wasn't exactly giving me details. Besides the fact that it's very serious. So I was, me and my brother, we went to the hospital, and um, before I left, my wife came over to me, and she gave me such a hug. Nothing crazy. I don't know if I said it last last week the story about the, the two I said it over oh, two rabbis sending letters blank letters to each other. There's something you can't write in words, something you can't say in words, just a presence or an action that speaks so loudly. And stronger than anyone telling me it's gonna be okay and it's gonna be fine, or even me telling myself that chizik, that strength that I got from my wife at that moment can't be substituted. It was... It's going to be good. Whatever it is, it's going to be fine. Whatever happens, I'm here with you. And even for a macho man, it's a... I mean, so macho when things, things like that happen. So that's, that's the... Uh, it's, a, it's a very unique thing. Because at that, take, let's, take, that moment, everything came crumbling down. I was mentally preparing myself. I don't want to say for what. Right? For a, for a shiva, for a shloishim, for everything. I needed to be saying, it was from minute to minute, things were changing. And it was, it, was, it was so not for granted that this would end, this is, take the course that it's taken. So I think we were, you don't know what to think. And even someone like myself, who it's not my first experience with these types of situations. I'm dealing with these types of situations for almost 10 years. Right? Of loss or you know, illness I'm in the hospitals, but different families. But when it's different families, it's a different story. So there's, this, there's a, a tremendous power that a, woman will ha- that a woman has. A tremendous power that, that, a, that a woman has on a spiritual level, sometimes more than a man. Which one looks better, the one on the screen or the one over here? Um, yeah. And I, I, was, I was thinking, it's a, it's a very interesting, look at, look at this text again, Shasani Kirtsoinoi. I don't know, what about 
Shosani, thank you Hashem for making me. Why? What's a woman saying when she says Shosani Kritzoyne that Hakadosh Baruch Hu made me the way he wants me to be, and a man is not the way he wants it to be? I will. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could do anything. Why wouldn't he make the man the way he wants him to be? So if you ask a woman, she'll tell you who's been married for a while. She'll tell you. Trust me, God tried, and even He gave up. No, but um, but on a serious note, what's this point of Kirtzainai? I was thinking about this, and, and and just now, I think an answer clarified. I've had thoughts, and just clarified itself right now. I hope it's right. As we said, that that power of of the spirit, we'll call, that a woman has, which is, not that a man can't get there, but it, a woman has it a lot more natural. That closeness, that it's a certain, a certain sense of clarity. It helps, in this case, the woman appreciate and understand that whatever it is, and, and accept the will of Hashem. Which for a man could sometimes be a lot harder. Why? Because the nature of a man is to is to solve problems, to find the solution. What do you mean? I can't do. I can't do anything right now. There's, I'm helpless. There's nothing I can do to fix the situation. I can't fix it. A man is a fixer man. It's a fixing. I have to fix. I have to make sure it, get, it gets fixed. Solution oriented. Huh? Solution oriented. Very much solution oriented. Oriented. One hundred percent. A man has to work on that to be able to be makabla din. Whatever I'm, whatever whatever you do, I'm makabla. I accept it on myself. Be'ahavu with love, with that understanding that you you're doing this out of love for me. So and it's, maybe we could say that the woman is thanking Hashem for giving her that clarity. A little bit, on, on, a little bit more, a little bit more natural of Shasani Kirtzoyna, whatever you want, I'm here for you. We can say that that, that the uh, if we the way the, the nature of the, the man and the woman had the way of, in creation, right? A man is a noisain, a provider, and each is a makabel, a lady she she accepts. She's a receiver. Each and each and a receiver is also a giver in a certain way. You know, if you know how to receive, you're giving. If you know how to take, you're giving the person that's giving you. Right? A man needs to be able to give for someone to be able to accept from. That's how that's how we were created from the time of creation. It's not any uh, better or worse. Uh, what do they call it? Um, there are many different words and terminologies for this. Right, woman, that woman, a higher level, of first class, second class. Everyone's first class over here. We're all human beings. We're all B'Tzalem Alekim. Each and everyone has a unique position and a unique mission in, in the way we're made up. So, so the man said, Thank you, Hashem, for Shalai You gave me these opportunities to work myself out. These So many mitzvahs that I have that, are, that I'm able to do. I'm able, as we said many times, that the mitzvahs are, the Zayar Kodesh explains, is a way of us... Spending time with Hashem, as the Kaddish Baruch Hu telling us, I want to be with you. 
And a, and a woman has a lot, has, is not bound by the mitzvahs that are time-oriented, except for a few, for Balakosis is one, one example, the four cups of wine at Pesach. <clears throat> but, they, but in the same way, they're not lacking. They're not lacking in that closeness that a man can achieve. A man's got to work a little harder for that, though. And each one, and everything, the end of the day, we all realize that everything is kretzayna. Everything is, excuse me. Everything is according to his will. On the other hand, another. So, what, what's the man thinking for? What's the? He should be. What, what, why is he thankful? Wouldn't that, wouldn't it make more sense to be thankful for being naturally created on a higher spiritual level? We'll call it. So, Chazal teach us. Someone who is commanded to do something in a certain way is greater than one who is not commanded. Why? Isn't a volunteer much more commanded? What do you say? No. Hmm? Volunteering is more commendable? Shouldn't it be? Volunteer. Yeah, but yeah, your obligation is zero. Like, a chai is smaller whenever you're volunteering. Um. Yes, I know. Depending, I mean. Uh, I think it brings more satisfaction to the person who says, "I would like you to do this like this," and somebody fulfilling it. Why is that? You, you are the person who's asking is. Um, you're. I don't know, there are different ways of explaining, but like, when Hashem asks us to do something, and we do it, we're like speaking as well language, he's get, get telling us like, we need to do these things, and we do and we do them, I don't know how to explain no, it. No, you're saying it very good, just, keep on going. You're pertaining, I don't know, you say, I don't know how to You're saying it. it, you're saying it, you're saying it the way it is, you really are. Any, any other thoughts on the matter? So in terms of responsibility, not necessarily true. I, I remember having this discussion with a program yeah, director. less pressure. Huh? It depends what you volunteer for. If you're a volunteer, not so you're a volunteer, my friend. But if there's you have a call and you don't pressure. go, oh, there's pressure. You would sell less pressure than if you're on the clock. No, someone's Not life is at stake. Sure. You're a volunteer. Only with Hatzala, everything else. Hatzala and why? Everything else, when you're volunteering, you have a lot less pressure. It's like you don't I'm have not... to. You can always back out. Yeah, but what That's what I'm saying. You can't back out. Huh? What if you're in the middle of... Of the process, like once you volunteer, that's tr- that that you, is half true. Once you're done with your, your day, whatever, you can always say, Tomorrow I'm not coming back. Okay, there's no tying you down. If you have a job, you don't show up one day tomorrow, you don't have a job. True, you could say, I don't <laughs> want to come, but you can't not just show up. And 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 one second, hold a minute, hold a minute, one, one second, one second. By volunteering is the same thing, by the way. If you're part, I mean, I'm talking about volunteer organizations, right? I, I was had I. I had this discussion with somebody, right? So making programs, having volunteers to help with the thing. So 
And the person was, who was arranging the volunteers was feeling very bad. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? They're, they're volunteers, so how could I... If they, maybe they, if they can't come, I said, listen. I said, no one is forcing them to, to agree to do this. But if they accept it on themselves to do it, if they, if the fact that the volunteer doesn't help me, that they're gonna, there's still an obligation. They accept an obligation. It's very noble of them, maybe, that they accepted the obligation without monetary gain. But what's again? What what good are the volunteers if they all book on me one on one day? I'm a volunteer anyway, so the whole thing, nothing happens. Nothing gets done. You're left by yourself. That's why it's better to. It's always preferable to when someone says, "Oh no, I don't want to get paid." Be a tzaddik on someone else's cheshbon. I need this job to get done. You're gonna, you, you want to give the money back afterwards as a donation? Go ahead. But uh, you understand? I learned that lesson with, with with a bunch of things. You know, you try to you, so you go to someone, you try to get a deal. You try to get you know uh, they should give you a half price because you for a good cause. Once or twice, don't make a head of a habit out of it. Because at the end of the day, yeah, they'll do it, but they're gonna do it that sour taste in their mouth. Because everyone wants to get reimbursed at the end of the day. There are no, there. Are, however, there are very noble people who give their entire life volunteering. Hatzalam, Masaskim, Shemrim, Chaverim, all these Chaverim, Chavivim, Ezes, Nashim, Chetzalamas, Shmira, all these people. Let's make sure all the organizations. Because it's oh, you didn't say our name, but. It's gorgeous. It's really, it's really incredible. However, as you were saying, when you're when you're when you're commanded, hey, that guy sounds pretty good. When 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 you're com- uh, when you're commanded to do something, when I tell you, or I ask of you to do something, on a personal level, right? You know what the campaigns how it goes. You send out a mass text. Someone gives, someone doesn't. When you call someone up and you say, and you talk to them personally and you ask them for yourself, please help me. Yeah. But when they do it, it's a, it's a, it, there's a two-way conversation. There's a, there's a request and a response. There, and sometimes there is an order and a response, but that still creates the relationship. And that's what Man, we're saying, thank you for giving us those opportunities. Could, thank you for giving us what we need. There's no blanket for everybody. There's a man and there's a woman. They're different creations. Everyone has their, their right different emotions, different everything. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu tailor made our mission for ourselves. It wasn't just everyone do the same thing. You do what's uniquely yours. You do what's uniquely yours, and that's how we create a a, a beautiful entity, a beautiful world. Do what's yours. Don't say, oh, why didn't I get his thing or her thing? That's not yours. Not because you're better or yours, because it's not you. It's different people. What's a good boss? Someone who looks at his employees and seeks each one's strong points and has them do with work on with that, using that quality. Because that's how a person brings brings himself out. He, feel, he, he connects to that work much more and he'll do a much better job. Much less robotic than someone who has not, not, does, not does anything about it. It's not for nothing they say. Right? If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, right? And you're here, right? You have you. Shmuel Zechariah Levracha. What always, what always Shmuel Berman, the Rishi of the Meir. 
These people gave their life for Torah. They, everything, their whole life was 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 Torah and, and learning and, and doing, and they they lived it. Their physical health depended on how they would really. There was it was a real thing. We saw it live. He would always say, people say, oh, you, you're sacrificing for Torah learning. Sacrifice. Sacrificing for Torah learning. It's a sacrifice if you don't learn. This is it. This is life itself, huh? He really loved it. He enjoyed it. A davening for him. It was, this was life. So that's these two brachas here. Thank you, Hashem, for, for giving all of us, right? The man for himself, the woman for herself, giving us the obligations and the job and the mission from you that we can serve you, each one in our unique way to coming together, making a whole, one one beautiful whole. Not whole as in a whole of a donut. Whole, W-H-O-L-E. Next bracha, Pekeach Thank you so much for opening up my eyes and giving me the ability to see. When we sleep, we can't see. We, we close our eyes, we don't see nothing. We're able to open our eyes and see. And not just see, but see clear. See colors. See smiles. See frowns. See each other. When you see, it's not just the out. When you look at someone, when you look at each other, it's not just the surface. You connect that way. When you look at someone in the eye. When you talk to someone, you look at them. It's a very powerful thing. Sometimes you'll see people and they'll talk and they'll, they'll be looking away sometimes. It's hard. It's a very, very unique feeling. You connect with somebody like that. You look at something. Look at a flower. You gaze at it. You look at it. Extremely powerful. It's, an, it's tremendously enjoyable. Well, you, you go to the garden, you're able to see the colors of all the plants, you're able to see the colors of all the trees, you're able to see your children, you're able to see your siblings, you're able to see your family, you're able to see the world around you. And the rest of our senses taste, hearing, smelling, feeling. Detail. That we're able to see detail. We're able to see clear, deep, both superficial and both deep for everything. We're thinking here for everything. The fact that these two eyes over here work. Clothes. Not to be taken for granted. A child is born with no clothing. Clothing, which are both nice, and um, keep us warm, keep us warm, keep us cool, dependent. It's a sense of dignity. Animals don't have clothing. But we're human. We're different, higher. We're cl- we're more godly. A precious item you cover. Something that's cheap you uncover. The, the story with Rashi, Rashi's father. Rashi's father was a diamond merchant. Uh, diamonds, jewels, all these things. Right, when you're 
happened yet when so when the whole story how it happened that he a king wanted his he had a very unique stone he wanted it for one of his uh, icons for where they were for idol worship and uh, he made it fall overboard but it shouldn't go he lost a lot of money and in reward for that they 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 married it to have Rashi as a child Rabbeinu Yitzchak and but I remember one of the children's books right, that they they had it with this story how did they depict him showing that jewel to the king's officer it wasn't like this hey take a look Covered, it was uncovered. It was a whole, it was a whole deal just to show this piece, this stone. Something precious, something valuable. It's not you, know, you go into a store. There's what's on, on the outside, and then there's the stuff under the table. Also, Rabbi, huh? Apple iPhones. Uh-huh. They spend so much money on the boxes uh-huh. to make it feel chashev. So that whenever you open it, it's like a, that's wow, I got a little bit from the other side. That's true because it doesn't make and, a difference. And, and from the other side, I'm saying it's, it's to the point where 50% of people keep their boxes after, more than 50% true. keep their boxes afterwards. True. That's how important covering is. Yeah, but more than that, when when something is precious, the person I think automatically will, will cover it. They need to create that cover to sell their product. Also, the not to say that it's not, and that's with the hype, the hype of it. People buy the boxes after, on, on eBay and stuff <laughs> just to resell their phones. In the box. In the box. Oh my goodness. Sure, no, it definitely gives chashivas, right? When you when you have something in a, in a, in a cover. But we realize sometimes we're, we're, it's it's a challenge sometimes, right? In the summer, this, that, different, different. I Ah, huh? you could. You make a lot of money. I Go ahead. I Go ahead. They sell them for like five, ten, fifteen dollars each. And Go ahead. Wow. They sell those on the phone for a hundred dollars more because it's in the box. <laughs> but look, right? Something that's stumbling around. Free for it's free for the taking. No one's gonna. There's this. Stigma in yeshiva about yeshiva food. I think everywhere they have it. Yeshiva food, college food. Ninth grade. I had a very wise Rebbe. His name was Rebbe Witty. No pun, his name is really Witty. He, ha- he has, was very Witty. That is his name. He should live and be well. So he wanted to teach the boys a lesson or two about this. Oh, I can't eat it because it's yeshiva food. It's not good. Lunch, supper. I gotta go buy out. So, one he there's one Shabbos a week, a Shabbos that in a year that he'll takes the whole class for, for Shabbaton to his house. He lived in Lakewood. He was in Lakewood, and it was a whole trip from Brooklyn to Lakewood. We got a van, and it was a whole situation. This didn't happen with my year. This happened a few a few grades up. And um, he spoke to the cook beforehand. Made some kugel, the shavos. And um, meanwhile, he told the boys 
that Shabbos is being catered. We're having Thursday night cool from this five-star caterer. There's like next level, next level. And um, <laughs> he took one or two boys that he could trust and told them, before we go, you're going to go to the yeshiva kitchen, take the kugel, put it in the car, and bring it up. Make a long story short, I think it was Thursday night or Friday night, whichever one it was, and they bring out this kugel. Wow, this is, this, is, this is next level. And the guys are eating it, they're polishing it clean. And then he said, for your information, this kugel was made in the Miri Yeshiva kitchen. And they were like, what just happened here? Presentation? Uh, exactly. Someone told me another thing with the wine. Right. So you have people that really understand wine, and there is a chachma to it. Right? How it tastes, how it goes in your palate, how it, how it... Right? Most people don't understand a thing about it. So you have to. You can't look like a dummy, right? So someone tells you, "This is a seventy-five dollar bottle, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot." You don't know what these words mean. You have no idea. They're grapes. They're pineapples. They're oranges. I have no clue. I happen to do know. I mean, I, I was involved in making wine once, and I studied it a little bit. And um, it's actually a fascinating topic. Fascinating wine, Scotch. The way these things are made, unbelievable. Tremendous chachma. This is all. These products are all created by God. You take a, a Zinfandel grape, a Merlot, and, and different types of grapes, and each one has a unique taste. Unbelievable. Anyway, so what happens? That's like in his head. Seventy-five dollar bottle. Hmm. Take a sip. You swirl it around the cup because that's what we see everyone else doing. Take the cup. You swirl it around. So I know a guy, he took cheap wine and put it in the $75 bottle. Just the bottle from the $75 wine. Puts it on the table, the people are swirling around. Psh, wow, this is good. Where'd you get this? Meanwhile, the bottle cost him 10 bucks. You understand, from the 75 to 10 pretty good deal. You save the bottle over and over again. So, but... Huh? Sure, it's all part because they know that most people have no clue what this wine is all about. In a certain way, you could say also, Hashem, yeah, you're, open, you're letting us see, but you're, you're letting us see what's what. Not to be superficial dummies that just because everyone is saying that it's good, so this is why. No, but to really appreciate and to really understand and to see the truth. To see sometimes you look at someone who's in a situation and you see. Like, what's he doing? He's doing such a silly thing. Is he blind? Truth is, yeah. Maybe he could see with his eyes superficially, but something the Kaddish Baruch Hu blocks it. The point is that every time we see we have some clarity, Kaddish Baruch Hu is allowing us to see that. When we lose an object, how many times you lose an object? You, your glasses, right? You go looking around your glasses, on, the, on top, under, and then all of a sudden you go like this, and you feel the glasses on your head. <laughs> ah. Happens all. I once had one even more. I was when I just got my glasses. I was ten years old. I was I had little bigger frames and I, with a smaller face. I was looking around and I'm wearing your glasses and you're <laughs> wearing them. That happened once, but um, I think. Um, but you're able, you're able to see. When we lose something, who said we're supposed to find it? 
you look and we look and we look and you find it's right in your, in, uh, on your desk. I looked here 500 times. You weren't meant to see it then. You realize, you, and this is how you start your day. You realize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving you everything that you have. Because he believes in you. He loves you. And he wants you. He's, there's a unique mission here for you. Matir Asurim. Right? Who, the next bracha who um, releases prisoners. Right? When, when we're sleeping, our movement is limited. I hope. As we get older, definitely. Children, you sometimes they go like clockwork. You have a, you have a child. He's t- I've had my babysit my nieces and nephews. Oh, my I don't Oh, well, that happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. We move around, thing, but it's not, not like when we're up, when we're awake. But I had it. I remember a child. He, he was he slept. He fell asleep on a pillow, and then I I would babysat him throughout the night. It's my nephew, so um, he went from the pillow, and he started mamash like a clock. He was going, he went and made it made a full circle. It was incredible. Huh? Ah? Incredible to watch. I mean, they have the space to do it for now. Right? At a certain point, even you get a king size bed, you can't do that. But, um. Matera Surim. We're able to move. We're able to move our limbs. We're able to move our. We're able to move around. We're able to move our head. This way, that way. To look behind, you know. You know, we don't think about it. When we, um, when you drive and you look behind you, when, you, you, when your neck sometimes gets a little bit stiff, right, from a draft or whatever, you realize, oh, I can't see. It's, uh, I'm never going to forget this. Rav Belsky, four years before he passed away, he got very sick. And he had to relearn everything. He had to walk. Had a, and he was telling us the hardest thing for him to relearn how to do was this movement we do when we put on a talus? Sometimes it depends how you put it in your coat. Sometimes as well, you go when you put on a shawl, you go like that. You swing it over yourself. You don't think that you're doing it when you're doing it even. But to relearn that seemingly such a simple motor skill, that was the hardest thing for him to relearn. To be able to do that, and you see, I was um, working with with some children once, and one of them had had. Motor skills weren't so refined. He wouldn't. He wasn't able to. When you put in a garkel, right, this was uh, when you you put it behind you, and you switch hands in the back to bring it back around. He wasn't able to do that. You have to learn how to do that. You take it for granted. We are we're free. What does it mean? Free, free for what? Not not for hefkeres because free for nothing is is, is is nothing. Free with with to do our mission. We're able to do. We have that freedom. This is the bracha that somebody also makes when they come out of imprisonment. When they and when they come out of um, being in a hospital in a situation that they weren't aren't able to move. Make that bracha. I'm able to move around. Zoykev kafufim. I'm able to stand straight. I have ground to walk on. It doesn't fall through. Right? They just had a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh. People are driving, don't think anything. All of a sudden, boom. The bridge goes flying down. Right? Who's holding up the wall, the sidewalk we walk on? Who's holding it up that it shouldn't go flying down somewhere? Who's holding that every second? He's holding us up. 
They were able to walk. Right? We're able to walk, we're able to keep our balance. We have all our toes. Each each and every little part of that is a, is a part has has a part in our function. Shaosali called Turkey is referring to the shoes. We have shoes. Interesting that that's a reference to having what I need, having good shoes. Good shoes as it goes, having good shoes goes a very long way. During the war, people would would sleep, and they would hold their shoes like this because they would get stolen from their feet. Otherwise, they would sleep outside. It was no, it was, it was wartime. There was nothing. When a person has shoes, he's able to walk places, go places, to different terrains, mud, sleet, snow. Right, shoes. Remember, there was a big, big snowstorm in Brooklyn. Uh, this was 12 years ago. 12, 11 years ago. Um, they weren't really cleaning the streets, but the snow was coming down really fast. In a matter of an hour, a few hours, the snow was deep. Uh, my niece was two years old. We had to carry her. We had a wedding that night. It was a lot of fun. We walked back from 19th and end to 21st and oh, It took us half an hour. It was gorgeous. People were leaving the cars on the street. They couldn't move. They couldn't go anywhere. Now me, they said there's going to be a big snowstorm. I didn't like wearing my boots back then. They were heavy. wasn't interested. And I, I was dorming. So I, Sunday morning after Shabbos, before I went back to Yeshiva, I said, Matasha, I said, if there's, if there's going to be snow on the ground in the morning, I'm going to wear my boots. And if not, I'm going to wear my shoes. And there was no snow on the ground Sunday morning, so I wore my shoes. Now my shoes were these little loafers that were, you know, just a little, <laughs> not made for this type of weather at all. And... I go to the wedding and I see the snow is coming down and I see it's getting deeper and deeper and I have to walk home now. Cars weren't going nowhere. The Hassan Kala got home with a Tzala. They had a Jeep, an SUV. And they, would, they were using that snowstorm. They even used that for patient transport. I heard this. I, mean, I didn't verify because some ambulances were getting stuck as well. Anyway, so I'm walking in the snow and after literally a few minutes, the snow just goes into my shoes. I'm walking on snow the entire way. Because it didn't, it wasn't there. Yeah, I was walking on the bottom of my shoe was caught a nice layer of snow because it was going. It wasn't made for this. So you, you have shoes. You have good shoes. You're able to to walk and go again. We don't think. But every morning we have to take, take by every one of these brachas take two seconds to think about what we have. Oizer Yisrael Begvura. Referring to. Literally a belt, right? Oizer is, is, is um, when we put a belt around ourselves, which is a reference to, right, when you have the belt, people would have on the belt, they had their weapons. So it's a symbol of strength. Baruch you give us strength. You give us... Avudram explains this. Can you make that rough even if you're not wearing a belt? Um, so you generally, any time you close your pants... Where you have a waistline, a, waist, a skirt, whatever it is, that's uh, it counts. Counts the belt, yeah. But it's a symbol of strength. We have, it's said when one puts on his belt, because right? the belt is also right. The belt is where you carry all your tools, right? The phone, the radio. In certain states, a gun. Not in New York. Depends where you know where you live, right? A, a police officer will have on. They have that belt with all their tools, their handcuffs, and their bat, and their what? Well, now they don't carry a bat no more. I'm not sure what they carry, but they're um, right. They're um, 
Intercom they're they're gone. Usually keys. keys, right? <laughs> the key, the key to, to everything, right? You open it up. It's a symbol of strength. It's a symbol of being able to get somewhere. Baruch, you you gird us in. I think the word in English is G I R D. Gird in, in in strength and a power to be able to accomplish, to go, to do. Oiter Yisrael b'Sephora is a reference to our a crown. Right, that we be careful not to uncover a head. Right, back in the day, women also would, even before they were married, they would cover their cover the hair. Right, but it's a certain crown, and it's not it's not out of the open. Crown of honor of glory. We said the men. We say with the film, film Shulresh. Then anoisin layoyif koyach. Right, think about it. You go to sleep. You're tired. You're exhausted. Then you wake up and you're refreshed. There's even uh, such a called a catnap. Rabelsky had a way of doing it in five minutes. In a certain way, how he would put his head in his over here in his arm. Usually after five minutes, he was the way he put it to me when he taught me how to do it. I didn't master it actually. It was um, fresh as a cucumber. I think he said that. Maybe that was my I, I, that was my terminology. But you re- really, it, what it, the whole idea was somehow I don't know how it happened. But you, in five minutes, you get the whole. You go through all the stages of sleep, a deep sleep. You get get into a deep sleep and you and get out of it. Five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it costs, whatever it, t- it takes, but throughout a night sleep, the night sleep, the night time is the primary time when we go to sleep. You go to sleep exhausted from a whole day and you wake up fresh for a brand new morning full of nice and chippery. Who, who, who does that for us? Who makes that happen? Who gives us this strength? For what? Because we have a mission. Hashem, thank you for that. And here... There's another very unique bracha. Hamaver sheino me enoi usnu me afapoi. You take the exhaust. You have your the eyes drooping, exhausted. Shabbos, you take that off my eyes. My eyes are fresh, awake, focused. Usnuma, and even from dozing off, you take that away. I'm, I'm, I'm you wake really fresh. I'm waking, waking up with full strength. You remove the slumber from there from, from my um, from my eyes and this go it really is the beginning of the Yerotz meaning when you're hearing someone say oh, say, say brachas out loud after this bracha you wouldn't say Amen you would say Amen after the after this you say it should be your will Hashem that what you should accustom us that our habit should be with, within Torah that that should be our default. That we should have a a, um, a strong connect. We should be uh, glued to your mitzvahs, and please help us that we shouldn't don't we to keep us away from from the way of sin. Um, whether um, on purpose by mistake, and keep us away from from tests from challenges. We shouldn't have we shouldn't have the risk of falling. We shouldn't be ashamed by the mistakes that we made. And please help that the um, the bad inclination shouldn't rule over us. We should we should be able to get out of his grip and make the, the choice and the decision to do the right thing and keep us away from bad people and from bad friends. <clears throat> 
and glue us and put us together with the with the good inclination and with good deeds. And our inclination, even even the bad inclination, can help that it we, it should be used for your service. Right? Something you take a bad a bad trait, something that's could be used in a bad way, and you use that. For example, greed. And instead of using it to be greedy for money or greedy for something that's not yours, use it to be greedy for mitzvahs. To be greedy to help someone else. To another opportunity, then another opportunity. And today and every day, make that we should find favor in, in your eyes and in the eyes of all who, who set eyes upon us. Do kindness with us. Blessed are you, Hashem. Who, who you constantly always do tremendous kindness to your nation, Klaal Yisrael. And then there's another small hero. So after this you would say Amen, because that's the end of that bracha of Hamav Shena. Um, it's a very nice practice if, you, if you're able to, to have someone answer Amen to your brachas. It's a beautiful, it's, if it's possible, it's a beautiful thing. It, it, First of all, it's, uh, it's very powerful to, to answer on it to someone's bracha. It completes the bracha. There's a very interesting book. Um, I think it's called Amen. The Power of One Word. It has all uh, yeah. stories about how the power of yeah. people saying Amen with the... Amen stands for Kel Malach Neman. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, a, is a, um, Kel, God, Melech, King, Neman, who is trusted, trustworthy. Um, someone who we can trust. So... Tremendous merits. They have stories of people, groups of ladies that's been going to the, uh, coming together. Forty ladies. The whole symbolism of forty. Forty is, has the power of of, of changing a changing a fact, right? You have forty saw in a mikvah, forty saw of water, forty measures of water. Someone goes in impure, comes out pure. Forty. We find many places the number. This number forty. Women would go and they would answer each other's brachas. And uh, people would have children from that. It, was, it, it brought it brought down a tremendous amount of blessing, and it's a beautiful thing. You have you come together, you do this together with somebody, you proclaim together Hashem's glory. So, just plain and simple, beautiful. There's another small prayer here at the end. It should be the will from you, Hashem, our God, my my God, and the God of my Father. Protect me and from from brazenness, may as upon him, from brazen people, may as upon him, from being brazen myself, may odamra, from a bad person, may yetsera, from a from a bad inclination, may chavera, a bad friend, may shochener, from a bad neighbor. Right? So we should be in a good atmosphere and go around good people because that influences us. Umi pegara, bad things shouldn't happen to us. Umi einara, from a bad eye, from an evil eye, that no evil eye should be able to. Get onto me to damage me. Right? This Mishasfar has a little bit longer, Mishash is a little shorter. Miloshin Hora, Mimalshinos, me, this from, we shouldn't say Loshin Hora, from um, snitching on others. And no one should snitch on others. Should, should uh, how do you say it? Shouldn't um, snitch on, my, on me. Me, the Shekhar, from, nobody should testify falsely on myself. Messinas Abrius, I shouldn't be hated among the people. Among among the world, we should we should be loved. We should be 
People should want to enjoy being around us. Me'alila, there shouldn't be no libels. Said on myself, Me'misa Meshuna, we should be saved from any sort of gory sort of death. Me'chaloyim, we should be saved from bad illnesses. Me'mikaram, we should be saved from saved from bad things, should, bad things even if they come in the world, but we should be saved from it. And at the same time, have in mind that bad things shouldn't happen, period, for the entire world. And we always, we always have ourselves in mind and have in mind the world around us. And from, we should be saved from, uh, from the, the, the Satan um, who, who, um, who destroys. That we shouldn't have any sort of, right? people have rifts sometimes, monetary rifts that goes many times in between the relationships. People have close relationships, so all of a sudden something happens, business, whatever it is, and our relationship is gone. Just we should be saved from that. Me in kosher. We shouldn't if we do come, you know, have to some sort of litigation with anybody. He shouldn't be. Um, he should. He shouldn't be tough. We should be able to appease him. Bein shuven bris. Whether it's a Jew, whether it's not a Jew, we should always be able to get along. We should be able to come to get get along with the people around us. Medina We should be saved from the judgment of of Gehenim. That's very. We should be able to get to. Which we want to get along with people. And Hashem help us throughout the day. It's not, you know, you think, oh, why do I, I, I need help? Sure you need help. You go to work, it's so easy to get ticked off by somebody. Someone says, someone bad. If you're not on top of yourself, not aware of it, how many people fight about the silliest things? He said, she said, you looked at me, this is what you looked at me, you think it's kids? No, it's not kids, it's 50-year-olds. Road rage, what's road? Oh, you looked at me the wrong way, you're trying to get in front of me. That's it. Seemingly simple things, right? I shouldn't say something bad about someone else, just something bad about me. Hashem, we need your help for every step of the way. We, and, and not because we're helpless, because we're your children. And we realize that you are, you are protecting us from everything. You're holding us. And there's no greater feeling than knowing that we are in the embrace of the Almighty on a personal level, each and every one of us. So thank you all for coming. I hope you all enjoyed Hope we, uh, hope we gain something. I hope well, our brachas starting tomorrow are going to be a lot more meaningful. Mitchum, next week we'll go. We'll do Shema and together. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful evening. All the best, everybody. Thank you. Can we recap the beginning? Yeah. Uh, you have to go. No, we can do. It.